he had wondered about going to the doctor's office after he found the mysterious lump on his shoulder. It didn't hurt, but it was weird and annoying. He began to have second thoughts about removing it when it grew a face. Its eyes, one lazy, lulled about taking in the sights. Its tiny black tongue continually licked what passed for its lips in what seemed like anxious waiting. After the first month, it began to speak in a voice that can only be described as hillbilly and satanic, the deep lyrical slur of some long-dead hellish incantations. This not only worried him because it was making sound, but also because it could. It would call into the night for hell to unleash hounds of fury and beasts of disease and pain. He didn't mind the company until he woke up with a disgusting sex disease from a girl the tumor picked up at the local bar. After that, life just worsened. The tumor started having parties that went late into the night and wouldn't invite him. It made him trudge around holding a beer for it and made him dance when it got drunk. When he had finally had enough, he went to the kitchen while it was in an alcohol-induced stupor and quietly got a steak knife from the drawer. As the tumor's eyes begrudgingly opened, as the moonlight glinted silvery white off the knife's blade, he hesitated for a moment. Did he care for his friend? Could it be said that he may have loved the tumor like a pet? Yes. As his eyes welled with tears, the tumor's own eyes filled with compassion. He winced as the tumor did its best impression of a smile. Then, the tumor ate him. It turned and bit out his throat, consuming more of him as he died and as the days passed. Even now, people wonder what changed about Jim Ellis. Was it the unsteady way he walked, as if he wasn't properly practiced at it? Or was it the fact that he had suddenly developed a lazy eye? This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!